Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very multifaceted, multi-talented entrepreneur and professional from Seattle, USA, Professor Pete Alexander. Pete, welcome to the show. Ash, thank you so much for having me on the show, and I greatly appreciate your listeners' time as well. Thank you. Uh, Professor Alexander is the president of Office Plants by Everything Grows. He's an author, and all of you know I'm very partial to authors. He's an author of a book titled Lighten Your Day, Fast, Easy, and Effective Stress Relief, and we will talk about the book. So, uh, Pete, let's start with your amazing journey in sales, marketing, as a college professor and a small business owner. How did you manage your stresses? Well, Ash, it wasn't very effectively. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, you know, I grew up in an extremely um, dysfunctional childhood mm-hmm. and um, I didn't, I, I didn't manage my stress well there. I just kind of hid from it for more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And in adulthood, uh, I ignored it. Mm. And then uh, what happened uh, was in 2008, um, I had a uh, perfect storm of stressful activities that were happening that culminated in my diagnosis with stress-induced diabetes. Wow. And um, sadly, my, you know, th- having that happen, um, like many entrepreneurs, I didn't have time to deal with my health. I just mm-hmm. had to keep going. And uh, I didn't listen to my body about what stress was doing to it. Mm, interesting. And uh, you also said that you uh, had stress-induced diabetes. Um, I'm diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you mm-hmm. manage your diabetes? Well, uh, when I first was diagnosed with it, I was it was the uh, only one in my family that has diabetes, so didn't know really anything about it. And I was prescribed uh, glucophage, and glucophage didn't do anything. It was literally nothing, no effect, no matter how much I took. Uh, and then, uh, then they gave me an insulin pen, and so I was doing an insulin pen, and um, that was managing better than glucophage, mm-hmm. but it wasn't doing it consistently enough. And so then I transitioned to a diabetes pump, uh, which I currently uh, mm-hmm. wear because, as you know, as a diabetic, yeah. it's we're pretty much stuck with this for the rest of our lives. Correct, correct. And uh, then you decided, I, th- I guess that was the time you had that epiphany and said, now I need to change my lifestyle. Tell me about that journey. And then we'll get into the other parts of our conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I, you know, as a classic entrepreneur, I continued to uh, burn the candle at both ends Mm -hmm. for 10 years after uh, my initial uh, diagnosis with stress-induced diabetes. And what happened was I ended up in the emergency room and an extended stay in intensive care unit with a severe case of diabetic uh, ketoacidosis. And for those listeners of yours who don't know what that is, basically my body was eating itself alive because of my stress. And that, and even that, um, lying in a hospital bed 
it wasn't the turning point for me. The turning point for me was I had my phone and on my second day in ICU, I get this text message and I started stressing again about work. Mm. And I was sitting there trying to respond to that. And the nurse who was tending to me at that time, pretty much a complete stranger, mm -hmm. she checks my blood. And when I was admitted into the ICU, my blood sugars, as you can imagine this, Ash, mm -hmm. my blood sugars were so high that the medical grade glucometers couldn't read it. They estimated in the lab that it was eight to 10 times higher than normal. My goodness. And so finally, after two days, it had come back down into a little bit more reasonable numbers. It was still higher, but it was mm -hmm. reasonable. And after I was sitting there trying to respond to that text, mm -hmm my numbers shot straight back up. Mm -hmm. And this nurse says to me, you realize that's what puts you in this hospital bed in the first place. Correct. And that was my epiphany moment. Mm -hmm. I actually realized at that point that this is not sustainable. And so that, and, and it, it took a complete stranger as opposed to, you know, I knew that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't taking care of myself, mm -hmm. but I needed to have a complete stranger tell me Correct. as opposed to a friend or family member. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So, uh, you know, it's amazing how many different types of reasons I've heard for diabetes. Um, but stress is something that I've, heard from many people. So thank you for sharing your incredible story and your journey. Um, so Pete, now let's talk a little bit about stress. But before I get into stress, let me come to your book because your book talks about stress. Uh, and your book is Lighten Your Day, Fast, Easy and Effective Stress Relief. But before you tell me about your book, is it available on Amazon? Yep. There you are. <laughs> There's the book. It is. Okay. It is. Okay, yes, so I'm going is. to ask all my and viewers and listeners be, uh, to check it out and uh, to check out your book. I will you. go and check it out as well. But tell me about your book and then we'll talk stress. Oh, yes. Well, so the uh, the interesting thing about the book was that um, when I got out of the ICU, I realized that the books that were out there available on stress, mm -hmm. they were all talking about maybe one or two techniques. Mm -hmm. And the problem is we don't have a lot of time, especially us entrepreneurs that are so, so busy. We don't mm -hmm. have a lot of time to figure out how to deal with stress in the now. Correct. And then guess what we do? We stress out about not being able to deal with our stress. Yeah. And that's a vicious circle. Mm -hmm. So the intent of the book is to keep it handy for whenever or wherever you need it, mm -hmm. such as that important meeting or presentation that you have to give or a difficult conversation you need to have or the multiple priorities all needing our attention right now or anything else that mm -hmm. stresses you out in the present moment. That's what the uh, book is about. It has over a hundred techniques 90% of them you can do in five minutes or less. Mm -hmm. So it's wonderful because the reality is 
what works for me may not work for you, Ash, and what works for you may not work for me. So it's important to find a few tools that can work. Mm. And once you find those, you run with them. Mm. And that's the intent of the book. So you go, you try one. Mm. If it doesn't work, no big deal. You took a couple minutes to try it. Now try a different one next time. And once you find that, that the one or two that work great for you, use them regularly. That's the intent of the book. Correct. Well said. And for my viewers and listeners, would you like to share one or two ways you recommend we can handle stress? Sure. Well, my favorite uh, technique hands down is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and So, for example, my wife and I, at the end of each day, um, what we do is we ask each other, what are we grateful for? And what we do is we recap just the basic things that happen during the day. Mm. So, you know, often we have to say, oh, we have to be thankful for our house or our car or money or whatever Mm. it is. But the reality is we can be grateful for just about anything. Correct. And so it's we we recap that. And what's wonderful is that it leaves us in this positive frame of mind that um, is a wonderful way to go to sleep. That's uh, so gratitude is, you know, it's a huge mindset shift. And if you Mm. can get into that habit, that is by far and away my number one. Mm. But another one that is extremely powerful is visualization. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if, if, uh, I, I, let me walk you through a one minute activity Mm -hmm. and for, for your listeners, um, what I'd suggest is if you're driving or you're on your bike or something like Mm -hmm. that, pull over or put a pause on listening to this because you need to have your eyes open. Uh, So, but what you do is you close your eyes Mm -hmm. and you take a deep breath in And you go in your mind to a place you like to relax. Maybe it's the beach. Maybe it's a park. Maybe it's a lake. Maybe it's your backyard. Maybe it's the spa. Wherever it is that you like to relax, go there now and take in all of your senses. So... What do you feel? Do you feel the sun on your face? Maybe the grass or the sand under your feet? And what do you smell? Do you smell the fresh air? Maybe the lotion from the spa? And what do you hear? Do you hear the wind blowing through the trees? Maybe the water splashing on shore. And what do you see? Do you see the blue sky? Maybe the green of the trees or the grass? Whatever it is, take it all in and take another deep breath in. And open your eyes. It's oh, a nice wonderful. grounding exercise, isn't that? It's oh, and wow. we can do that anywhere at our desk, at home, and mm. it's just a one-minute activity, mm. and it just helps us calm down. And as we are going to our happy place, mm. we automatically start 
uh, slowing our breathing down and taking deeper breaths. It is an amazing exercise. Fabulous. Fabulous. So now let's move to stress. You know, uh, <laughs> it's something which I think every human being experiences. Why human being? Animals experience stress. Um, sure. So, Pete, my first question to you on stress is what causes stress and what are some of the symptoms to watch out for? Yeah, so it's stress, you know, we each manifest stress differently, but typically what causes stress is anything that poses a real or perceived challenge or threat to a person's well-being. So that'll cause stress. And this can come from work, relationships, financial pressures, and other situations. But the key is, is that not all stress is bad. So a lot of people think, oh, the word stress is terrible. But the reality, reality is, is that there's good, uh, good stress, which is called eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, which is if we're working on something that we are excited yep. about, mm. that's stuff that helps us get things done on time, et cetera. What we want to do is we want to eliminate or minimize the negative stress, which is also referred to as distress. Yeah. And in my experience, the distress, mm. uh, it's basically comes in two flavors. One is ruminating about something in the past. Mm -hmm. And that's typically something like guilt where we're guilty about something that either happened or we did or didn't do in the past. Mm -hmm. And we continue to fester about that and beat ourselves up about that when the reality is we can't change the past. Mm -hmm. So we can learn. There's positive learnings from the past, but we can't change the past. So why keep beating ourselves up about mm -hmm. it? So that's one. And then the other flavor is anxiety about something that may or may not happen in the future. Mm -hmm. And Ash, I don't know if you've ever done this, but you know, if you start thinking about something in the future that you think is going to go bad, mm -hmm. what typically happens? Yep. It goes bad it because does. we manifest. Absolutely. <laughs> well said. <laughs> so if we can, you know, realize that the future is in the future. And mm -hmm. what I often recommend to people who are having serious anxiety about, let's say, having to give a presentation because that's one of the biggest fears that people have. Mm. Well, what I recommend mm. is imagining 15 seconds mm. after you're finished with that presentation or that difficult conversation or whatever it is and imagining a magnificent outcome. Mm. So let's say you were given a presentation and you get a standing ovation. Mm. Imagine that instead of worrying about how it's going to be a negative outcome and mm. that we can manifest a positive outcome as opposed to a negative outcome. Fascinating. It is. It really is. And you know, you're so right. Uh, we almost will ourselves into doing things that our mind is telling us to do. So you're so right. Yes. My next question, you Steve, is on the pandemic. And this, uh, the pandemic has impacted everyone in the world. But as I've also been reading and talking to many people 
the pandemic has impacted stress a lot. Um, I would love to get your perspective on how it has impacted a lot of the younger generation who are now coming into uh, positions of authority, leadership. Because when I was growing up, there was a lot of management by walking around and there was a lot of social connections at work, et cetera, et cetera. But here are these young leaders who are building their careers and have not been able to see each other for two and a half years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's a really good point. And, you know, the these younger leaders, they need that experience to get better as well. The what I noticed, and this this was very specific to uh, younger leaders, but also those who had never worked remotely at all, was when the pandemic hit, their the biggest stressor was the lack of control or the perceived lack of control. And what happens is that we as humans, when we're faced with a stressful situation, we tend to worry about all aspects of it. And what I highly recommended to so many people with great success was that if you can consider what it is on one side, let's say create two lists, Mm -hmm. one list of what you can control about Mm -hmm. the situation. The other uh, list is what you can't control about the situation. Mm -hmm. And you list these uh, the, you have these two lists out and then if you can mentally focus as much attention as you can mm-hmm. on what you can control mm-hmm. then what happens is our stress goes way way down because when we focus on what we can control what we can affect change in mm-hmm. then we're actually making an impact when we focus our attention on what we can't control, mm. it just it 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 it's a it follows a negative cycle, mm. and a, the the pandemic was a great example of this because, you know, we couldn't control the fact that the government was shutting things down mm. or forcing us to work from home, uh, not letting us out. We couldn't go for walks, let's mm. say. So instead of worrying about what we can't control focus on what we could control. Mm. So let's say that we kept our distance when, especially when the pandemic was in full swing, Mm. where keeping six feet uh, away from someone, wearing a mask, uh, washing our hands uh, regularly, those Mm. kind of things that we could control and as well as our whole attitude towards the pandemic. Mm. Because as we were talking about earlier, our minds, oh my gosh, they just it can go into this cycle. And when we're so stressed out Mm. about something, it's going to impact Mm. our bodies. And, you know, millennials in particular, you know, the, 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 the challenge too, in the pandemic situation, you know, that uncertainty um, plus the financial concerns, because we mm. read about this, that, you know, unlike, let's say the baby boomers, the the millennials, they're not on track financially mm. to be able to retire like the, the baby boomers were mm. able to. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the change in jobs or what the situation moves, and maybe they're bouncing back and forth from job to job. Right. That is a big stress. And then you start wondering, okay, how long should I stay at a particular position before it looks like I'm job hopping? Mm. 
That is a, a challenge. And then you add to it the fact that their mental health or that of their family and friends heightens their anxiety as right. well. So it's it it goes all back to being able to control what you can control. Mm. Worry about that. And if you can just mentally put aside what you can't control, you will be much, much more effective and your stress will go way, way down. Wonderful. What great advice. Thank you. So now let me, let's talk about uh, your your uh, other entrepreneurial venture, which is Office Plants mm-hmm. by Everything Grows. Tell me a little bit about this venture. Oh, well, it's, it's, uh, it's a fun fun company I bought back. Uh, it was a struggling company that I bought back in 2005. Uh-huh. And um, what we, what we do is we help companies, you know, Im- uh, improve productivity and mm. reduce stress through the methodical placement of lush living plants in work environments. And mm. the interesting thing is, is that not only do indoor plants enhance the overall appearance of a space, mm. but clinical studies these are all over the world different university research mm-hmm. studies mm-hmm. show that plants live plants not yeah. the fake ones yeah. not the plastic ones yeah. Yeah. they boost moods they increase creativity i mentioned they reduce stress they eliminate air pollutants which what it does is it makes for a healthier happier environment and wow. They can make, you know, so so it's not only do they improve the overall decor, but they make uh, employees feel good. And so it's just, you know, it's it's a fun business to have. And I'm very grateful that uh, I was able to restore the business to um, a productive and growing business, which, you know, speaking about the pandemic, that was a real challenge for mm. us too, because we focus only on uh, uh, on businesses. And obviously, if people were not going into the offices, they didn't need plants in the mm. office. So we took a real torpedo to our revenue back in March of uh, 2020, because, mm-hmm. you know, there, we, there people didn't need companies didn't need our service at that time. So, um, but we're, we're back on track. Uh, it's taken a couple of years to recover though, but it, we're back on track and, uh, very grateful for that. Fabulous. And we're stronger than ever. Fabulous. Um, and, uh, I've got time for two more questions. Um, sure. which plants, uh, are good for us in our homes and offices? Yeah, so there's a lot of different ones, um, but let's say the ones that are probably going to do the best for in terms of reducing stress and then clearing the air mm-hmm. would uh, number one would be snake plants, mm-hmm. which tend to be some of the easier ones for mm-hmm. us to uh, to maintain. Spider plants, rubber plants, uh, mm-hmm. peace lilies, ferns, and uh, pothos ivy are some of the best indoor plants for boosting oxygen levels yes. and purifying the air. Amazing. Thank you. And my last question to you, Pete, is, uh, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation, based on your own incredible journey um, in the professional world, as an entrepreneur, uh, as a diabetic, as an entrepreneur, again, with Office Plants by Everything Grows, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away from your journey and from our conversation. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's a good question. I would say, first and foremost, not all stress is bad. We talked mm -hmm. about the fact that good stress or use stress yeah. uh, helps us get things done. But if we can eliminate the bad stress or de-stress, mm -hmm. uh, primarily ruminating about guilt in the past that we cannot change or anxiety of something in the future that hasn't happened yeah. yet, mm -hmm. stress will likely not affect our health. Mm -hmm. So that's that would be number one. Mm -hmm. um, Another one that I would think is a, a real good, important thing for people to to remember is that it doesn't take uh, too long to work on your stress. Mm. It literally only takes one to two minutes consistently yeah. on a daily basis to have that long-term positive effect, but you yeah. just got to start today. That's, that's critical. And uh, thirdly, I'd say don't trade your health for your career as yeah. that is a very bad trade. Yeah. Wonderful. And on that note, uh, uh, Pete, and your three amazing lessons, which are not all stress is bad. Um, don't uh, do not take long to work on your it does not take long to work on your stress. And uh, don't uh, take your health for granted. You know, nothing is more important than your own health. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for speaking Absolutely. to me. Thank you for talking to me about your amazing journey uh, and your incredible story of how you have tackled diabetes. Thank you for taking me and uh, uh, a lot of our viewers and listeners who will listen to it through that one minute exercise to manage stress. Uh, thank you also for talking to me about your office plants and your book. Thank you again and good luck. Thank you, Ashen, and thank you so much for your listeners' time as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in, to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.